Transmitting high atop of Florida's peninsula at 108 feet. This is Alpha Mike, and you are listening to episode 155. 19 years later, we are going to examine what in the world happened. How did everybody, all of a sudden, the never forget crowd completely forgot. Americans look at September 11th with a lot of somber with a lot of sadness, but at the same time, we want to keep those heroes that responded and died uplifted. But all of a sudden, nobody remembers. The media forgot, the politicians forgot, many citizens all of a sudden forgot. It's like it never happened. And we're going to talk about some fact-finding figures we got and how we shouldn't forget. So, first thing I want to discuss in my intro is the FBI. FBI has been giving out alerts month of August And uh, they gave one to the Chicago Police Department about gang members. There has been some type of negotiation. I have no idea who negotiated with the gang members. But to kill and shoot a police officer that may be pointing a gun at uh, a suspect or on a traffic stop, the gang members would pretty much assassinate the police officer. The threat was taken serious. There was some police action as a result of that threat. We live in real sick, sinister times where very powerful individuals are aligning themselves with groups to cause havoc, to cause chaos, to cause murder, to cause injury, to cause suffering to many Americans. There are a lot of people that have different agendas, but nevertheless, they've signed up to do this very thing. Why? I have no idea. But it's a movement that is well orchestrated. Don't be fooled for a minute. People with a lot of Heavy pocketbooks are funding a lot of this. And folks, this just did not happen last week. This has been in the works for years and years and years. Cops continue to support President Trump. Unions around the nation, police unions, are supporting Trump and basically giving a Bronx cheer to Joe sleepy, sinister Biden. Why? Because he represents the party of chaos, the party of rioters, the the party of destruction, the party of anarchists, the party of communism. And we can go on and on and on. The Democratic Party is has a big 
share of the interest in defunding the police. No matter what Sleepy Joe tries to give you the three-card Monty and tell you, no, no, no. I am, I'm a firm believer in allocating the money somewhere else. Hello? This freaking thing working? That means defund. But apparently some Americans lose the English language overnight and they forget how to speak it, understand it, read it, and they start to get bamboozled by these idiots. The Bolsheviks on the left continue with their chaos out in the streets and everywhere they can go, they will demand this and demand that. It's all a part of the game they're playing. The, pop, the cops are not that dumb. Support the cops, the cops support you. It's that simple. Don't try to put too many politics into this, regardless of your color. Now, they are people of all races that may be police officers, and they're Democrats, but they're probably very quiet right now. But the majority of the cops know who support them, and they support that candidacy. After the election, what occurs? Well, the election, once that is finished and we go into the tailspin of the media hollering about hanging chads and mailboxes that got to be checked, we may find out who's the president weeks later to nothing more than lawyers arguing in court and filing multiple, multiple court motions to get everything overturned, thrown out, and dismissed. The bottom line is the Democrats have one mission. Win the election by theft because if you actually believe that the majority of the Americans support this goof Biden, something is seriously wrong with you. The majority of the Americans like law and order, regardless of who's at the helm. How can you support a slimy guy like Trump? Easy. Just listen to all the things he's done. Listen to all the things he's going to do. If they align with your principles, raise your hand and say, I'm a Trump guy. If they're not, raise your left hand and say, I'm a Biden guy. Other than that, either uh, use the pot or get off the pot. One or the other. I had to clean that up a little bit. All right. So after the election, once that is done, the Raider Cop podcast and Raider Cop Nation will be getting off, removing itself, or downsizing considerably the social media presence. We've done several tests on Twitter and Facebook, and we have come up with multiple accounts and multiple evidence that it's all a scam and a sham. No matter what you want, they will troll you, slow your account down, down to a couple of people just reading what you're writing, 
or what you're posting because it's all about stopping the momentum. People like to say that's not true, but I beg to differ. And since you don't pay my freaking bills, I could care less what you think. So we will be doing that right after the election. We'll be going to one social media platform, and that's called Pilar. And while we're there, uh, we've been there. We're there already. I think we've been there since uh, April, maybe, of this year. I'm not, I'm not really certain on the date. Uh, it started out strong. It was real positive. I mean, you'd post something. you get like a 1,000 uh, people that they don't call them likes. They call them something else. But uh, it's kind of slowed down a bit, and I think it's slowed down because um, the amount of people that are on it. You know, every day it's, such, it's growing bigger and bigger, and as a result, uh, they get less and less. Uh, you know, you got more content out there. It's harder to get a lot more likes. But nevertheless, they don't uh, mess with your content. They don't try to do the communist we're in charge and we'll tell you what you can write and not write platform at least i haven't heard of it i know there's a lot of conservatives behind this platform so that's pilar p-a-r-l-e-r and we'll be on that we will probably stay on facebook small presence there and uh Everything else, uh, what is that, uh, Lincoln, that's one of the biggest freaking culprits around. So we'll be getting rid of Lincoln real quick. Instagram, we uh, most likely will leave that too. But Twitter right now is uh, probably going to get the hammer as well. And uh, we're not going to just, you know, day after the election kill everything. Uh, It'll slowly... There are multiple accounts. There's Alpha Mike's accounts. There's Raider Cop uh, podcast account. Um, and there's Test Everything 1521. So we'll be announcing on those social media platforms when those uh, days will, what day we will end uh, that presence. If you believe that today's society is evil, that you need protection at all times, that your protection of carrying a concealed weapon is paramount to your protection and the protection of your family, you also got to realize that some of the other protection you need, the -the behind-the-scenes protection, is in the aftermath. And we fully support the USCCA. The USCCA gives you the confidence of 350,000 members, multiple, multiple, multiple training on the website for pennies on the dollar for as minimum as $22 a month up to $47 a month. You can have a very nice package knowing the laws that are continuously changing around the nation. And making sure that you comply with that law. It's all at your fingertips. Training, tactical training, and legal resources. It is so important today. Just don't look at the gun. Just don't look at the holster. Just don't fumble around with the rounds. you got to realize the aftermath 
is probably greater than the event or the incident itself. So you need the USCCA. If you want to become a member today, all you have to do is text Raider, R-A-I-D-E-R, to 87222. You can also find something on the link below the logo of the USCCA. Click on that, and that will take you to the road to becoming a member. We are an affiliate partner of the USCCA, so there is some change that comes our way. The why? Well, we want to do better broadcasting for you on the podcast as well as Raider Cop TV, which is coming in 2021 with my little co-host friend. He left the studios. He's probably out in the hallway sleeping again. Pistol Pete. Well, you haven't heard from Pistol Pete in a while. We're we're hoping to get him before year's end, at least for a little while on the show. But if you're thinking about reconstructing Uncle Joe's old gun that you got, this is the guy you need to go to. Pistol Pete was the gunsmith of thousands and thousands of officers in Miami-Dade for multiple agencies, not only Miami-Dade. And people had their lives in Pistol Pete's hands. Today, Pistol Pete and his magical shop of gunsmithing produces magic and happiness to thousands of people around the world. We fully encourage you, if you're thinking about upgrading your weapon or fixing Uncle Joe's gun, Pistol Pete. The link is below. All right. Now, I know Pistol Pete is important, but we're going to turn to something just a little bit greater than the Pistol Pete himself, the Word of God. From the book of Proverbs 3-7, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Many people today can tell you that evil is all around us, all different shapes and sizes. People that you trusted in before, people that you might have even voted for. Today, the mask is falling off, and we're learning more and more evildoers are out there that the Bible describes. So this word, if you want to learn more about it, you can today. Probably the day that this was uh, sent out or any time after, you can hear on Test Everything 1521, which you can find at RaiderCopNation.com. It's that easy, RaiderCopNation.com. Look for the section that says Test Everything, and you will hear this verse that I've read explained to you in 15 minutes or less how it can impact your spiritual journey in life. As we often say, you don't want to just train in firearms or tactical defense or awareness, situational awareness. You also want to train spiritually, and that's important. For your soul, it is important. So 
Test everything, 1521. All right. September 11th, 2001, we can all probably remember where we were. We'll talk about that in a moment. But everybody during that time after September 11th would say, never forget what happened. Today I asked the question, how many have forgotten? So, it's time to get the short bus because we need to ask the question. On the morning of September 11th, 2001, approximately around 9.15 in the morning, I was awakened as, in the morning, believe it, I was awakened by the ringing of my phone, and as I picked it up, it was a former colleague of mine that told me on the phone, we're under attack, we're under attack, we're under attack. And I was in a dark room trying to figure out where. That was my September 11th memory. It took me a while to figure out what he was trying to tell me. See, the night before, I had stayed awake uh, probably to around 4 o'clock in the morning because uh, my occupation did not allow me to go home when it was time to go home every once in a while. You had to finish things. And I was wrapping things up and got home very late that day. And uh, the phone rang, as I said. I rushed up, put on the television, and every channel was playing my city of birth, New York City, and everybody looking up in the sky. The horror that we were all about to see would be broadcast live on TV, one plane, then another plane, and the building's coming down. The rescuers running in and never coming out. You started hearing reports about hundreds of firefighters that had died. Police officers. You start to wrap, try to wrap your head around these numbers, which were crazy. And nobody really understands what is happening because they're commercial airplanes that have hit these targets. 
You've memorized in front of that TV the whole day and the whole night. Figuring out that we were under some type of terrorist attack. How many brave first responders responded to the World Trade Center that late afternoon and early evening, ready to go to work? These were the workers that wanted to find if there were any survivors. These were the first responders that were going to put their lives in jeopardy. Many of them would die later on too from secondary effects from the building causing cancer. And nobody questioned everybody ran towards the problem, not away from. Today we don't respect first responders. Today we want first responders to run away, period. How did we forget? How did we so fast forget because of the mistake of a few? Or has this been embedded in people's minds for many, many years? The hatred for police has been so grand. It's, it's like a fungus that keeps on growing. But during this short little era of September 11th, cops were heroes. People would salute them congratulate them, pat them on the back, shake their hands for what they're going through. Today they want to put a knife in your back. So what happened? Well, we could be here all day trying to figure out what happened. But I'm going to give you some statistics, some numbers, some evidence-finding material. So we get back online. We get back focused. Focused. Our country was under attack by a bunch of scumbags. Terrorists. It took out thousands of our citizens. How can we all forget? And we shouldn't. 19 years later, the majority of our politicians the majority of these left-leaning groups, the majority of the media has forgotten 9-11. Oh, well, they might not publicly admit it, but they have forgotten it. They've changed it. They sold out to what they believe is a bigger cause, Bolshevik cause, a cause to fix the wrongs of America. That's what these scumbag goofs believe. Today, my language has to be a little different from the other times because it bothers me that people have forgotten 9-11. It bothers me the hypocrisy of people self-centered scumbags that all of a sudden they might as well have been chucking out those people out the window at the World Trade Center 
flying out the 80th floor straight down. Although they didn't throw him out, they didn't chuck anybody out the window when it happened. They're chucking them out of their minds every day. They might as well have done it. The death toll for 9-11, 2,996, 25,000 injured. How many suspects were there? Five total scumbags. And they range from Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Egypt, Lebanon. That's where these losers came from. There was as many as 19 people would eventually be a part of this terrorist attack. The target was the World Trade Center, American Airlines Flight 11, United Airlines Flight 175, the Pentagon, United Airlines 93 that failed over Pennsylvania. The sad part and the one that hurts the most are those heroes that responded to save lives. They did as they were trained in their careers, not thinking of the repercussion that was to come. The brave firefighters from the New York City Fire Department, 343 firefighters died September 11th. Let me repeat that number. 343 firefighters died September 11th. 37 police officers from the Port Authority Police Department. 23 officers from the NYPD. Private medical emergency service groups also died and the New York Fire Patrol. Was a day that we'll never forget, people said. But many did. The amount of deaths of people that have died after is mind-boggling. They have been dying from cancer, from broken hearts, actually, every year since 20, since 01. And we have to ask, how can anybody forget? If you remember, June of 2019, Detective Louis Alvarez of the NYPD standing before an empty chamber of Congress to testify because the scumbag politicians were too busy to listen to 
Louie that day testify about the funding for survivors, the families of, of these heroes, their funding. And it was done in five-year increments, and every five years, Congress had to put their thumbs in their rear end, wouldn't do anything. You'd have to push and shove them to go do it. And there was Louis Alvarez, bigger than life. He looked sick because he was sick. Shortly after that, he died. When I heard his interview, it moved me. Because Detective Alvarez came from the same background I did, family-wise. His family came to this country like mine did. And he joined the ranks like I did. And I looked at Louis. He looked like he was about to go any second. But there he was, bigger than life. 69 chemos he had to stay alive. And he motivated so many officers around the country when they saw him. That's why the thin blue line will never forget 9-11. Neither were those brave firefighters that have to remember the 343 that died that day and the countless others that died the day after. It's sad. But 9-11 just didn't happen that day. You see, the original date was February 26, 1993, when the first terrorist attack happened at the World Trade Center. It was a bombing. And that's 27 years ago. What do we do? What have we learned from that? We, we f surely forgot that one. You know, some of us might still hang on to September 11th, but the bombing of 93? Ancient history today. Six were dead, 1,000 injured from that attack. But how fast our society forgot the sacrifice that those men and women did. I had the pleasure of going to New York City to see the World Trade Center and uh, the Museum of 9-11. And I wish I had more time to spend there. Uh, I had gone during the, uh, February, it was a blizzard time, and I could not stay there very long. And uh, enjoyed my visit there. I saw so much sacrifice. Everywhere I looked, I saw sacrifice. Sacrifice for a paycheck or for the love of what they did. That type of service comes at a high premium, but they did it. And how quick now we all forget. 
all those other souls that had to open up or break windows at the World Trade Center and prefer, preferred to jump than get burned to life. What, what kind of odds are those, huh? How would you like to have your back up against the wall on that one? Well, I can burn to death. I can jump out the window. It was horrible, but we all forgot very quickly. But mostly we forgot because we were told to forget it. Our politicians, look at when Detective Louis Alvarez was, they didn't even show up, a lot of them. They didn't really care about it. Oh, yeah, they'll give you the BS about they do, but they don't. They wish the whole thing would go away. They want slush funds for them. They don't want to help anybody else out. How long are we going to be doing this thing anyway? That's their attitude. And it's freaking sad. But thank God that there were brave souls like Louis Alvarez that had the strength, the guts, and the chutzpah to show up and testify. Because cops are getting sick from the NYPD that responded there every day. Every single day. And they deserve nothing less than backup. Not from a deaf, blind, mute politician now that doesn't want to do anything. Our media also co-conspirators to this crime of forgetting disturbs them when they have to talk about it. This patriotic crap. It disgusts, it disgusts me. It really does. So, today's show, and I'm not going to go very long, if you're listening to this, I think, and forgive me because I'm probably talking a little bit beyond my authority but I think it's your duty the press that we should not forget those brave souls that died September 11th we should press on because that's the kind of a country that I believe in and that's the type of country I want to continue living in. We need to press on. Not just write it as a hashtag and say, never forget. Now I feel better and I can forget. We have to and we must do better. There's an organization out there called Tunnel to Towers. For as little as $11, you can support the family of a fallen law enforcement officer. You know how valuable that is? $11 a month. Peanuts. Yeah, sure, I understand it. Not everybody can afford it. I got that. But how many can and don't? Tunnel the towers. We're going to have a little link down on the bottom of the 
podcast, and I think we're going to carry Tunnel to Towers on the bottom of our show notes forever, as long as they're there. It's so important to keep this alive in our minds, in our souls, in our hearts. Because if we bury this and forget it, well, it's all over for us as a human race. Song of the Week is Frank Sinatra, New York, New York. I thought that was fitting. And up next, the legend himself from the Wise Guy series, episode 156, Sonny. Probably one of the most legendary mobsters that lived. Either you know him or you don't. But when you get to know him, you're going to like him. Sonny, the legend, episode 156. As always, it is my honor and my pleasure to be your host on Raider Cop Podcast. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the race, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, for your community, and for the law enforcement agencies that serve you. And most importantly, continue to pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out. the night with a light from above, from the mountains to the prairies, to the oceans white with foam, God bless America, my home.